welcome to the Our Random Points of View podcast, also affectionately known as Orpov to its friends. Your hosts, James and Simon, are ready to go. So without further ado, enjoy this episode of Orpov. Hey Simon, it's another week, Orpov. Here we are again, talking together in person. Are you sure now? Are <laughs> you sure, sure you're not just sure. a voice in my head? I could just be a voice in your head. If you close your eyes right now, I am just a voice in your head. Te- well, no, I'm coming in your ears. Well, no, I mean, I mean, my voice is in your ears. <laughs> but shall we start the again? The voice in your head is just there in your head. But when it's in your ears, when it's coming through your ear canal, rather than it's not in your head. So it's not the same thing as being in your head. All right, Iggy Pop, it's in the ear again. <laughs> but um, it's another one. We were driving today on the way. Obviously, I had to come well, pick you up. You were up. driving. I was driving, br- picked you up. You didn't you. have to. You kindly decided to not have to inflict the <laughs> well, bus Well, what upon was the me? alternative? You would have got the bus and it would have taken you, what, an hour maybe to get here when I could get you here? Well, no, it would have taken minutes. me an hour to get to the town where we are. Right. And then it's another however long from there to here yeah so it doesn't make any sense to do that um but imagine we were driving along is that allowed here. though is that is that allowed you're allowed to to uh share your car because i haven't paid anything towards your car you no. know for you to to let me use it and netflix is going to be happy with that it's a whole different <laughs> <man>. <laughs> that goes back to last week's episode people if you want to listen to that one it's all about netflix and password sharing it's a pretty good one and it's fine we'll sit here and we'll wait on you <laughs> we'll wait on you just pause us right now go back listen to the other one if you've not done it and then come back but can you imagine we were driving from your house and instead of me driving in the middle of our street we were talking and doing what we were doing as we were driving along, listening to the radio and, and chatting away. Imagine we were just sitting watching telly. <laughs> Have you seen this in the news? Yeah, you can sit there and you can watch telly, but you still kind of use your mobile phone. Well, this is it. So <laughs> in the news, they said that people, when self-driving cars become a thing, you're going to be able to watch telly. I'm assuming you're going to be able to use your mobile. Because well, could I just turn around and go, I didn't realise I was in a self-driving car. I thought this was a work event. You could. It's not going to be very feasible, but you could. Well, but hi, I could be having a business meeting. It could be a business meeting in your car. People do it. But what they've said is that self-driving cars, the driver is not Let's going to not be responsible. talk about when you went dogging. <laughs> when I went dogging, I've never been dogging, but I'm sure where I live, so it's says now. where you could. What, down the beach? <laughs> I will possibly down there, yeah, who knows. Um, there's probably websites for all this kind of thing as well. Um, oh, well, seen as you know these things, you must know these things. <laughs> I just know there's a website. What's that rule they say, the internet rule? If you can think of it, it already exists on the internet. It's like rule 92 or something. I don't know, whatever it is. Um, but what, rule can, 92 of the the rules of acquisition? I don't, I don't know what the rule is called, but there's this rule that is, if you can think of it, it already exists on the internet. In a different dimension. Someone has already done it. But the new laws are going to say if it's a self-driving car, the driver is not responsible for any accidents. Right, the because there isn't a driver. The people who are going to be responsible for the accidents are going to be the insurance company and the manufacturers of the car. So, challenge accepted. What this means? Well, this is the thing. So, does this mean now, instead of your insurance policy as a driver being like two, three, four hundred quid a year, or you know, much more if you're a less less experienced driver, but if you're looking at that, if you're not going to be the one responsible, but they are. Does that mean, and it's a self-driving well, car... Well, you don't need insurance. Does, no, no, I think you will still need insurance because accidents happen. But does this mean it's going to be £20,000 a year for your policy? 
Because they're thinking, well, hey, if you're not responsible for it, you're not paying for it. Well, you're paying for it, but you're not responsible for it. And we're going to be responsible for it. Then, you know, self. here's why I'm saying that. Because at the moment, we've seen examples of self-driving cars, right? They generally work through a GPS satellite uh, imaging service, such as Google or whatever. And other services are available. Other services are available. Um, but generally, that's how they do it. You know, they, they plan it on the map and they know where they're going. The car can recognise pedestrians, can recognise other uh, vehicles and, and bikes and things. They can recognise lanes. They can understand all that kind of stuff. However, things change. Accidents happen. People park in places where they shouldn't. All this stuff happens. Really? And suddenly, this car... When have you ever seen that? Well, just, you know, I'm sure it happens in some Just some place. when we're out and about. When we're out and about. <laughs> but suddenly, these maps, they can't obviously plan for that, right? As a driver, I know when there's roadworks that are going to be happening. The map is never updated till a, several hours, sometimes days or weeks after the roadworks have started, right? So how are they going to make that work? The, the car's just driving along the road, la, 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 la. You're sitting there watching telly because you're legally It's going to be a, a legal so, requirement that, you know, local authorities and whoever... Because they we'll all have, have to plan it well in advance. Well, they all get a schedule, and they—that's all planned in advance. You know, traffic, yeah, you know, stuff, and all all that sort of thing. Do you know what someone told me the other week? There, right? They told me, you know, like say for example, you need to get a phone line put into your house, or you need some sort of you know gas mains or whatever yep, yep. done. Is that you can only apply for a road closure, right? Should that be necessary, once every three months. I guess that makes sense, because otherwise some people would be doing it all the time. Yeah, I know. And that I road get, would never be open. I, yeah, but the point I was making there was that someone clearly knows it's going to happen, therefore, mm-hmm. you know, it should all be input into some sort of database. Yeah, yeah. You know? You uh, so, so. so I imagine that that's going to be a legal requirement as time goes on. But isn't you know, that Like also, not to have gatherings during a global <laughs> pandemic. But isn't that also why a lot of the companies get together at the same time, though? And they say, well, look, we're digging up this road anyway. So do you need to put any cables or pipes down? Or do oh, well, work? if you're paying to dig it up, then quite because, happily we'll, well come no, along. I'm, I'm sure they have a way of mixing the cost, but they probably are saying, listen, you're going to be doing this work anyway. Of magic in the numbers. <laughs> so if you want to get involved and you want to get any work done, now's the time to do it. And perhaps it's because of that three-month rule that you're talking about. You know, we're doing this anyway. If you have plans for next month, you might want to bring them forward because we're doing it now. And you won't be able to do this next month if we do this now because you're going to have to wait another three months. That delays you by two months, so why not just come forward one month if you're able to? That makes sense, I guess. And, you know, it keeps roads from being closed all the time. But the whole driverless, well, I say driverless, I mean, I think the way they're setting this up, eventually self-driving cars, and then let's be honest, this is a long way off, right? This isn't something that's happening tomorrow or next year or probably not even in, in our lifetime, to be fair, well, right? a pity. Yeah, but... Um, I suppose we're morbid there. I think, well, we always had this idea that self-driving cars were still going to be like a car as they are today, and a driver could take over and drive it manually if they wanted to. And obviously take charge of the vehicle if there was any reason to need to do so in an emergency, right? But now with these new ideas and new laws that they're going to make, supposedly, that spins it around that probably the car won't even have a steering wheel. Yeah, because the, the idea that you would uh, have is that you would be um, basically... The inside is two seats facing each other. Yeah. I mean, like... Well, maybe four, four seats in. or five seats. Yeah, yeah, but know, I mean, it's like... Back, two in the yeah, front, yeah, but, you're, but you're, two, you know? you're two seats and things there. You yeah. know, so it's facing each other. Yeah. So you can have a business meeting. Have a business meeting. And therefore, it is then a, a, a work event. Hey, 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 I don't think Woking's Pizza Express are equipped to deliver to your car. They'll deliver anywhere. Anywhere. 
I would assume. Well, not walking Pizza Express specifically. <laughs> I just mean pizza delivery places. They will usually deliver anywhere. If you give them a point where they can actually access, they'll they'll get it to you. Um, Even if it's a straightforward shooting weekend. Shooting weekend? Ugh. Okay, move on. What now? What now? Uh, you have uh, to explain this for the listeners as well. Oh, they know. They, they, I don't know. They, they watch, they they watch Newsnight. Newsnight? The, the interview oh, the interview a couple of years ago. What's that going yeah. to do with straightforward shooting? That was it. Is it oh, but you know, they they came over to you know wherever. And it was a it was oh, no, right. no, no, that was straightforward shooting I weekend. Or shooting as in as you know, in as in with with, you know, with, with cameras. With cameras, I thought you mean with rifles, like when they fire no, that, the things. That, that's that's what he's trying to say. But you know, trying to shoot the ducks. That, that's that's what he's trying to say. But you know. You know what Everybody pedophiles are like, different. you know, cameras and stuff. Oh, wait a minute. Are you making an allegation there that we might have to legally take back? Jeffrey Epstein was convicted as a pedophile. <laughs> okay, okay. As long as you're talking about him and not somebody else, because that has never been officially legally... <laughs> okay, let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> Glenn Maxwell. Back to the cars, the self-driving cars. How would you feel? You're right, you obviously don't drive. Well, I say obviously, you don't drive. Mate, right? mate, it would be um, a dream come true, let me tell you. You would love to drive. But... But no, I mean, yeah, well, I would, yeah. But I mean, the the um, the self driving car thing. But mm-hmm. then, what would that mean for car ownership? Would you actually need to well, own yes, a car, or would it be a case that you just go, "Oh, right, well, website, I need a car. You know, X amount of time it's going to cost me fifty quid to go from here to there. You know, a, a big long drive. I, I mean, I, I I don't know how 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 much would it cost you to drive from, like where you live. To like say Alton Towers, for example, and today's money about four point two million. <laughs> yeah. You well, know, if you're talking you, the cost of fuel. <laughs> well, you can get that from Prince Andrew. I don't so know how fine. much that would cost. I could probably do it in one tank, maybe just over a tank. So what's that now? But, what's that now? Like five hundred pound? Uh, no, no, it's not too expensive. Well, I say not too expensive. It's yeah, not five hundred yeah, pounds. Yeah, it's not relative. Yeah. <laughs> it's like seventy. Quid. I don't know. It's for my car is about sixty, seventy quid. Still, um, from empty. Yeah, yeah. still. Right, so okay. what's about? I don't know, 55, 60 before, it's now about 60 to 70. Right, okay. Depends so, how empty I so, let it get. So I can get a, you know, a self-driving pod, yep. uh, delivers itself to my house, lets me, you know, picks me up all my, you know, my entourage, my um, my luggage, all that sort of stuff, £120, well, £60 to take me there and £60 ah, to bring well, me back. well, you're basing it just on the cost of fuel, but of course you've also got to pay for the service. Yeah, yeah, I'm aware of that. All right. So, possibly insurance so, if you so, do so, decide to So £100. That. I'd say more than well, only if you're going the one way. Maybe. Yeah, yeah, I'm going yeah. one way, and then I'll be getting another pod back. Yeah, so maybe about two hundred, three hundred yeah. altogether. Yeah. Uh, well, I would expect it to be a lot more actually, to be honest. But that's kind of my point: is that with the the insurance companies and the manufacturers are going to be responsible, not the driver or the person in the vehicle. Then I reckon that's going to cost you a hell of a lot more to be able to use these vehicles to buy them first of all, but also because the technology is going to have to be so perfect. For them to try and avoid lawsuits and stuff, it's going to have to be so perfect. And we're not at that point. We're not anywhere near that point yet. But it's going to have to be. And that's going to cost them more money. So the cars are going to get more and expensive. it's going to be more space junk. It'll be more space junk. Exactly. We're going to have to need, GPS is going to be, have to be bang on. Um, Which it still isn't. Which it still isn't. Because, you, know. you know, my phone tells me that I live at, you know, three doors up from where I actually do live. Exactly. So it's not as good as it could be. Um, well, I say as it could be. Maybe that is that the best it could be? Well, no, I reckon the military... Could we get it within, um, like, millimetres? Um, well, well, I say it tells. It says that I'm three doors up from where I am. It's Actually, it's it tells me that I'm upstairs diagonally from where I am. 
Right. Okay. So that's pretty accurate. How do you know upstairs? The door number. Right. But it's not basing it on like that level. It's just saying this is you where you are ground ah, level. Yeah, yeah, but it gives the door number. Yeah, on the Google Maps it will. No, no, on, on Apple. Talking, or even on Apple Maps. But if you're just literally talking about a GPS location, it doesn't know where you are if you're on the ground, if you're in the no, air. No, I, I know. It's just saying this is your location. No, I know. I know it doesn't say, oh, you're upstairs diagonally, but yeah. I know it's upstairs diagonally yeah. because that's the number. It was the point I was making. But if, I, I, I've always pictured it as just like a, a, a laser just going straight from a satellite down to the ground, and it's, it doesn't even know that that's an upstairs. It just says... As long as the laser's in not line with into this. my eyes, then mm. I don't mind. It won't be going into... Well, who knows? Who knows? I've had but that. GPS could maybe be better, hopefully, one day, within millimetres, if not bang on exactly where you are. What about all these other um, ways that they're trying to um, provide internet, you know, to... Satellite internet? Yeah, all that sort of stuff that, you know, um, Google... No, is it Google? No. Um, Amazon, I think, are, you know, planning on putting up um, 3,000 satellites or something, you know. Um, Elon Musk is trying to do the same and stuff, and you're like... Okay, I get that, but how does that make things better for me? Because I'm selfish and a, and a white man and, you know, first because world and all that. Because potentially, eventually, everybody will just have a satellite broadband and that will be the future, you know? I yeah. don't know how good satellite broadband is. I, I don't either, but where I was going... I'm assuming it's pretty good. But where I was going was, how does it influence me? You know, how does it impact on me? Does it make my bills cheaper? I don't know if it'll make your bills cheaper, yeah, exactly. but it could be a service that you will potentially be using in the future because that's the only one available or the best alternative, you know? He says with his gigabit broadband available. Well, here's the thing, right? I don't have it available yet, but it's coming to my area. But you know how like you got that coming in to your house from a cable and you get this speed? What would it be like from space? <laughs> you know, well, I, I picture <laughs> it's I travel pi- all that way. I, I picture it. I picture it like the sun, right? So, mm-hmm. you know, when you when we sit here and we go, oh, it's pretty hot today, man. It's too hot. Blah blah blah. How hot must it be because it's that far away? Yeah, yeah. to be able to give you that sort of heat. I know. You know what I mean? I so, is that just the the tail end of the heat that's available from it? Like you're saying with the the satellite broadband or what? I don't know. I, I think with the satellite broadband thing, and I could be completely wrong and it could be in the future, you know, you come back and, you know, re- reassess these and go, Simon, what were you smoking? But I think it's going to be a case that you're going to be connected to more than one at any one time. Yeah, like GPS. So yeah, like, so you'll you know, be connected a, to like a certain four, number to four or five or, or whatnot and you'll get a little yeah. bit from you, a little bit from there, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, potentially, potentially. Um, and it might just give you the best speed based on those different ones and your location. I don't know, but I'm assuming it works okay if uh, Elon Musk is investing in it and yeah, Jeff he, Bezos he, is investing in it. <laughs> Elon Musk is trying to buy Twitter. He is trying to buy Twitter um, because he, well, he's already the t- the main shareholder, isn't he? You know, oh, is he? He only owns like 9.2% of the shares, but that makes him the, the main shareholder of Twitter. <laughs> that's amazing. Already. Yeah, now he wants to <laughs> so, buy the whole so thing. Little amount. <laughs> well, that's the thing, because I, I was quite shocked when I learned that number. I was like, really? Less than 10%, but he is the the majority shareholder. How does that... How many people are invested in this See, I don't, thing, you, I don't even know how any of that stuff works. I don't know how like, that works. Like, oh, you know, there's uh, 100% of a company, but... You know, so and so has got X amount of million shares in it, and that's only like you say nine point three percent. And you're like, yeah, sorry, what? Well, I think it's because in the when we were growing up, it was more likely that you would hear numbers like, oh, so and so owns sixty or seventy percent of it, and thirty percent is made up of 
another five, ten people or something, right? They've maybe got like five or ten percent or whatever it is each, right? Three percent each or whatever, I don't know. But nowadays you are, because investing is such a big, big thing and so many people get involved in it now, you are going to hear things like, oh yeah, they're the majority shareholder and they have only like three percent of the company. Because the other 97% <laughs> is made up of just random millions Could you imagine that? All right, you go on Dragon's Den. Um, I'm prepared to give you 0.5%. 0.5%. Of my 3%. <laughs> a Dragon's Den. I don't know how those figures work, how things work like that. Do you ever watch you Dragon's know? Den? I, I have it. watched it in the past, but I, I don't know how they is. figure it out. I'll give you, you know, all the money for 20% of your company. Oh, because you know. a couple of things. One, so that they can go, you know what? I'm boss, so I will uh, A, tell you what I think your company's worth, and I'll also be working with you. Therefore, we'll get there. And if we make any money, it's all mine. Basically. Or 20% of it would be at least, I guess. Um, but yeah, the, so let's say you you could get a car. When self-driving cars come along, and let's say they're very popular, very successful, price-wise we don't know yet, but I'm assuming they would be quite expensive. But the price will obviously come down over time, right? But yeah, that would open up the world for people like yourself who don't drive, and give you access to... And I think you're right about the whole self-driving car thing. I think eventually it wouldn't so much be that you own a car. It would be more like like a sort of taxi service where you order it on an app, you know, like Uber or something like that. Um, and it just turns up at your house. You get in, it takes you where you want to go, and that's it. You've already paid for it through the app, and it's all done. Um, and people just won't own cars anymore. So therefore, they will not be responsible for... Uh, servicing and MOTs and all that kind of stuff and breakdowns it'll just be and then if you do break down in it that would be okay because another one would just come along and pick you up from there and take you on over on your yeah, journey yeah and then the, a, the AARAC green flag and then they could be able to work well, well maybe or the, the people who run the service would just pick it up and yeah, take it I back mean, and fix it but I mean it. they're breakdown people yeah, probably, yeah. yeah. Um, we should put all those people out of work we're all going to so, be out of work so we need the uh, basic um, universal basic, basic income, income to come in. The basic income. I think self-driving cars is a good idea eventually, but it's not going to happen in our lifetime. Self-driving I don't, planes. I don't even think it's going to happen in your son's lifetime. I don't even know if it would happen if he has children in their lifetime. Do you know what I mean? I think we're genuinely talking like hundreds of years away when we're at a point where it's even feasible for it to be the norm. You know, Mate, we're only 40 years off first contact so you know it, it's things are going to start moving so fast it's unreal well i don't know you say this it brings us on to the whole like remember in 1947 was it 1947 um roswell happened right <laughs> Suppo- <laughs> supposedly i personally don't believe in this but let's say roswell happened Fork, in 1947 but I do find it interesting that prior to 1947, nobody really talked about that kind of stuff. Afterwards, everybody's seen UFOs. But from 1947, 1950 onwards, you're right. Technology suddenly went right through the roof. But I don't think it's because of that. I just think it's because electricity came along. Electricity, well, I wasn't saying it was a case of, you know, aliens or anything like that. No, no, but a lot of people but, do. But what I was saying was, you know, the facts, the facts of this make-believe universe that I'm talking about yeah. is that we're going to be able to travel faster than light within the next 45 years. Can okay. we already do that? Faster than light? Yeah. No. What speed What speed is light? Oh, mate, you look it up. It's a number that goes on forever. Wait a minute. Okay, you keep talking, I'll look it up. <laughs> Let me grab right, my so, phone. So we'll, we'll be traveling faster than light. That then opens up to being able to, you know, like you say, do 
more technology. Like, think about it, you know? You, you say about 1947, right? You know, that being a, a, almost a, a turning point, right? But if you think, the atomic bomb, right? That is made by splitting the atom and all this sort of stuff. If that hadn't happened, you wouldn't have your microwave oven. No, I know, I know. Okay, so, so, speed of light. Let's take that out of the equation. It's very, very, very fast. But we're not. But um, CERN, is it? Uh, where's that? Sweden, Switzerland, I think it is, right? You know, where they've got the Big Hadron Collider. Yep. They're able to um, to send atoms around that big ring. I don't know if you've ever seen it on TV, but that big ring, um, at, you know, is it like 99% of the speed of light? Exactly. So we're very close, you know, to sending something at that speed. Um, well, we can already send light at that speed, I guess. Well, no, we, <laughs> light just travels at that speed. It's that speed. No, but if I turn on a torch, I am now responsible for sending that speed of light, right? Oh, dear. <laughs> so I have done it. If I turn on my car lights, boom, I've but, done it. But do you, know, do you know what I find is amazing, right? And you, you can look up the exact figure if you like, right? But speed of light is, like you said, the massive, massive number there, right? Huge number. Yeah, yeah, it just keeps going on and on and on, right? Speed of sound's only like 600 miles an hour. Yeah. That's yeah. amazing, right? What a difference. What a, a big, you know? Yep. Between the two. Yep. But I think what we were saying, though, is some people do believe that the Roswell thing, if it was real, that's why yeah, we have so all many technological on. advances, well, because we took it from that. Science fiction leans into that all the time. It does, it does. I was and watching the episode I don't of... Believe in it. Of um, Star Trek yesterday. Star oh. Trek, really? Yeah, you yeah. watching Star Trek? And, uh, it was uh, <laughs> Future's End on um, on Voyager, two part episode, and basically the guy travels back from the twenty um, ninth century crash lands, um, where there's like these hippies having their campfire and the start and the next thing, and the hippie in nineteen sixty seven, I think it was, um, captures the ship before. Like the guy from the 29th century can get back to it because he had to eject oh, yeah. um, and stuff, and then it's like so he keeps the the ship, he, and then he basically reverse engineers all the computer chips in there to you know spur on the the computer revolution, and then in the episode they're like oh so the uh, the computer revolution of the the late 20th century shouldn't have happened like well really so. I mean, it, it actually yeah. happened in real life, but you know. Yeah. Uh, do you believe it? you don't believe in Roswell, do you? Or do you? You think there really was a crash landing of an alien spaceship? I things? would love to think there was. Yeah. I, yeah. I I would love to think there was, as in that would prove that we're not alone. So here's my thinking. But about I, but I would also just before you do, yeah. alright, if you can hold on to that thought, I will keep this thought in my brain. Thank you. Um, <laughs> what we must have subjected those poor aliens to. Okay, yeah, but wh- why would we keep it secret? Welcome to our world, because we're not ready to why know this. Why would we not be ready for it? Because we're not ready. We're still fighting each other. But if people already believe in it, why are we not ready for it? Right, but we're still fighting each other over... But why would... You're suggesting we'd be fighting aliens. What if they're coming no, to No, 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 no. I'm not saying that we'd be fighting aliens. What I'm saying is, oh, they've jumped over the border to the east to, you know completely annihilate a country because oh right you might speak the same language as us but oh you don't believe the same thing allegedly what you what how we would respond to aliens no what's happening in ukraine at the moment no but what do you mean by the whole like we're not ready for it like why yeah, are we not that's ready what i mean we're, we're we're still a very juvenile species i know but i don't understand how that means we're not ready for alien contact i don't i don't i don't, I don't understand right. why it would be kept secret right. if something like that happened 
governments having I the power and all this why. sort of stuff. I don't know. I know, but it doesn't make sense to me. I can't think of an argument that makes sense unless the purpose of them coming was to destroy us. And even then it doesn't make sense because surely we should all know that's going to happen or potentially could happen and it allows us to come forward and say, well, let's work together to stop this. How do we do this? But you know how you can um, save yourself from a nuclear bomb explosion? Well, I'm going to fridge freezer or something? No, no, just hide under a desk and take the the uh, the, br- the brace <laughs> yeah, for impact that position. That work. No, I yeah, think if you've got a fridge that, but, freezer, that but, works. But that's my point, though. What, what Boris has um, a lot of experience of that, then. No, but wasn't there a thing... Oh, man, what was it? I think that, yeah, because of the way that a fridge is built, it will withstand a nuclear... Well, not a, not a direct hit, right? Well, I'm but sure, if you're I'm within sure. the radius of it, I think it will withstand it. I'll take your word for it. I mean, that, yeah, it... You know, it sounds like baloney, and you could probably eat the baloney while you're in there. But it sounds like baloney, but there's a, there's no, no, a reason I'm, that I'm, when there's an earthquake, people get under doorways. If you just said that randomly, you just stand under a doorway, you'll be fine. People would be like, what? Are you crazy? But actually, that is but, fact. It's like doorways should be a lot thicker in that case. If you, you stand think? under a doorway, that's <laughs> like, the safest place just, to be. Just make your whole flat out of a doorway. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's like when they say make the whole plane out of a black box, you know. It would be fine. The plane would never, you know, nobody would die. The yeah, the plane would, would never fly either. It would never fly. it would be too heavy. <laughs> um, but I don't know, Roswell, I, do, I don't believe in it. I see no reason why they would keep that secret, especially today. Uh, maybe at the time you could argue, well, it was so new, we didn't know what to do with it. Blah, blah. But all this Area 51 stuff, I don't believe in it. I think it's just Because we are stuff. Area 51. Uh, well, it's something we've discussed before too, that there is this theory that we are Area 51, the whole planet. And there's like an entrance and exit at like the North Pole or something like that, you know. Um, and what did you reckon that you reckoned earlier today that um, 2012 actually did happen. There is a theory that, in, you know how the Mayans had this prediction that 2012 would be the end of the world, what a film. right? So there is this theory amongst people, I don't believe it, but I, I don't know, man. You say you, you don't believe it, it but you brought but it up earlier. When you think about the crazy stuff that's been going on since 2012, it kind of makes you go, hmm, <laughs> you know? Not that you believe in it, but you just kind of go, oh, okay. I guess. I mean, I understand why people would think that. But there's this theory that we all really did die. The world ended in 2012. But the universe, whatever, you know, controls this whole whatever, has no clue how to get 7 billion souls over to the next level or the other side or whatever it is they need to do. So they've had to persuade us that we're still alive. And therefore, there are certain things that are happening in this world that you would just go, what? You know, so for example, Donald Trump coming to power. What? People would be like, what? The Sims is predicting all that stuff. You're like, <laughs> wait a minute. Are the people on the people who are trying to sort this out just watching The Simpsons? <laughs> and they're just saying, right, okay, well, let's just pretend like The Simpsons predicted well, all then this. Could, could The Simpsons make it happen? hurry up and predict that Oasis get back together? <laughs> I don't know if they'll ever do that, but there is that. Well, theory. You don't know if they'll ever get back together or if The Simpsons will no, predict it. The Simpsons <laughs> will never predict that, I don't think. Um, I, I, we've discussed it before. Like, you know, I don't know if they will get back together. I am hopeful that they will. You're, you kind of said you didn't want them to I, I i don't know the longer it goes on the more i think it's i'm, I'm still 50 50 whether it's going to happen i think it's possible but it's also getting less likely the more time goes on but um come on you know that theory about the mayans it kind of makes you think like all the stuff that's happened since then is, is just so weird plus you've got that thing i don't know if you've ever seen the videos where people talk about uh, the mandela effect so that's where things are different to what you remember them when you were a kid. So like, they'll pull things out, like a box of cereal, and they'll say, look at the name of this box. 
but wait a minute, when you were a kid, it wasn't called this, was it? And people are watching the video going, no, that wasn't what it was called. But then you go, no, it's always been this. No, it wasn't. I'm 100% sure it wasn't called that. An example you know? of that, please, if you please. Oh, I can't think of one. Like Captain Crunch. Is it Captain Crunch or Cap'n Crunch? I don't know what Captain Crunch right? is. Well, it's an American serial. Oh, that would so be why I don't know what That's one of the in, examples surely. they're bringing out, right? Is it Captain Crunch or is it Cap'n Crunch? Right? And everybody's like, oh, I remember it. It was Cap'n Crunch. Or well, I don't know what the actual answer is. So I'm just basing this on, let's say it's this one, right? But everybody's like, oh, it's definitely Cap'n Crunch. Of course it is. It's K-P apostrophe N. Captain Crunch. Of course it is. Yeah, I remember. I was a kid. It was everybody. Uh, Captain Crunch. No, Captain Crunch. What? It's always been Captain Crunch. And the whole world is like, no, 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 no. It's not. It's like if we suddenly woke up tomorrow and they said, hey, have you got any Wootabix? And you go, what? Wootabix. Wootabix. Yeah, Wootabix. You mean Wootabix? No, Wootabix. And they take you to a store and you look and it actually says Wootabix. And you go, wait a minute. That's been, that's Wootabix. No, it's Wootabix. It's always been Wootabix. And you look at old photographs and old adverts and it's always been Wootabix. And you go, no, 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 no. That's the Mandela effect. You remember it as something else, but it's actually this. So has it changed? Or has uh, it I changed? think Wootabix are at the door right now. There's even a video of someone. There's, this is the one called, I've never heard of them, called the Bernstein Bears or something, or the Berenstein Bears. And that's the whole argument. Is it Bernstein or Bernstein? Berenstein. Berenstein was it you that was Berenstein? on about this the other day? No, it wasn't me that was on about this the other day. Somebody was on about it the other day. But is it Berenstein or Berenstein? And people are arguing over this. I remember it specifically being Berenstein, Berenstein, Berenstein. There have been wars. And they're like, no, it's this instead. There's actually a video of somebody, they, they have it, and it says something, it might say Berenstein on it. They walk into a room. They filmed the whole thing. Now, it's probably edited, because I don't believe in this bollocks, right? But... <laughs> They've probably taken the video and edited it, but it is very, very convincing. They walk into this room in the house and suddenly the title changes to the other one. And you go, what? And they walk back out and it changes back and it's like, whoa. <laughs> well, obviously they really obviously, that. <laughs> yeah, obviously, right? But it, my thinking, though, is just the whole theory that something like that could happen. You know, we all have things that we remember as being different. For example, I was at work the other day and we were talking about... Right, if I say this, you might recognise it. You know the song that for the advert? Tasty, tasty, very, very tasty. They're very tasty. No, I'll pass forward adverts. Oh, mate. Somebody might be listening to this now and they'll be like, oh, I remember that song. Yeah. What was it for? You, obviously, you don't remember the song, so you're not going to remember what the advert would have been for. I would have put money on it being for, like, potato waffles or something, right? Um, I would have put it on being sweets, let, let me guess, it was a newspaper, or it was toilet roll, no, or it was paint. It was Brand Flakes. I looked up the advert on YouTube. It was Brand Flakes. I don't remember it being Brand Flakes. I, I specifically remember the song, Tasty, Tasty, Very, Very Tasty. And the people I was working with, they were like, yeah, I remember that advert, that song. That was great. None of us got Brand Flakes. Couldn't even remember it was for a cereal so at all. So are you going to explain why it's the Mandela effect? Is it because... Because in our minds... Beca because... One man's terrorist is another man's freedom fighter. No, it's because... I don't know why it's called the Mandela Effect. Um, in fact, we could Google it. Is it, about, is it Nelson Mandela? No. Uh, possibly. Let me have a look. I'll just see. Why is it called... Or I'll just look up the Mandela Effect. I'll probably find it on Wikipedia. I'd imagine so. <laughs> um, Where we get oh, all of go. our So 45 Mandela Effect examples as well, right? So one is this... Obviously our listeners can't see it, right? But it's this... Um, Nor me. Uh, no, you will see it though, right? So here we go. 
Um, will see, meaning I can't man- see right now. The Mandela effect is a phenomenon that makes us question even the most mundane memories from the past. In June 2019, the famed New York Times crossword puzzle made it the theme and defined it as a recent refinement of false memory that typically refers to pop culture or current event references. Named about paranormal researcher Fiona Broom, it's basically remembering something that doesn't match with historical records. For example, the stuff you use to make your home smell fresh isn't Febreze. More on that later, right? So, what, what is it? Febreze. So, they've spelled it F-E-B-R-E-E-Z-E. Which is Febreze. Febreze, right? So, let me find it on the page, and I will show you the picture. Here it is. It's only one E. It's not Febreze, like a breeze. It's only one E. F-E-B-R-E-Z-E. But everybody will tell you it's that one. With the two E's. Never existed. It's always been that one. With the one E. So where did that one come from? All of us remember it, that one with the two E's, but it's not. See your face right now, you're like, it's definitely two E's. You even said that. It is, it is. No, it's the one. And then... So what you're saying is that every person on the planet is dyslexic? No, what I'm saying is that... Here's the one I was talking about. The Berenstain Bears or the Bernstein Bears. So there's the one there that people remember. Berenstain Bears. But actually, or they've got that other one, Berenstain Bears. Berenstain or Berenstein. Everybody remembers one, but it's actually the other. I never heard of these bears until the other day. Tell me, how do you spell Looney Tunes? This is another one of the Mandela effects. How would you spell Looney Tunes from your childhood remembering the cartoons? <laughs> mm-hmm. How much of an idiot do I want to look? Is that what you're asking? How would you spell it? How do you remember it? When you were a kid watching cartoons, how would you remember Looney Tunes on the telly? When it came up with the Looney L-O-O-N-E-Y-T-U-N-E-S. Okay, that's right. Hey! But millions of people remember it as actually Tunes. T-O-O-N-S. That's probably because of how it was pronounced. Because, Looney Tunes. because it's Tuesday. I don't know, maybe. But that's how a lot of people remember it. Here's another one. Uh, let me give you one you would actually know being from the UK rather than an American version. Let me see. Do you know much about Pokemon? Uh, no chance. Okay. What about Kit Kat? You knew Kit Kat, right? Oh, dear. Okay. So, is there a hyphen in the words Kit Kat? Kit hyphen cat. I want to say yes, but I also want to say no. Is there, though? What do you remember from your memory? I want to say there will have been or may have been at some point, but certainly not now. There's never been. See, I was right. No, wasn't no there's never been. No, you were wrong. <laughs> that is Kit Kat, no hyphen. That is actually how it is. That's how people remember it, with a hyphen. But apparently it's never had a hyphen in Kit Kat. Always been just Kit Kat. See, you're, you're, you're sitting here making me look like an idiot. Let's make you look like an idiot. <laughs> no, because I've already been down the rabbit hole of all this stuff, you know? Right. Um, what is the definition of the Mandela thing and where does it actually come from? So I gave you at the beginning. Um, the definition is uh, a recent refinement of false memory that typically refers to pop culture or current event uh-huh. references. But where does it come from? Was the origin of that particular... I think it was just, uh, I don't know for sure. Let me see if I can find out exactly why they call it the Mandela effect. Could you be as well, you know, calling it the John Richardson effect? Well, I know he's a good comedian, but let me see if I can find it on... He's a nitwit. Why it's called that then. He's Um, an idiot. These are titles of his tours. I'm not actually saying anything about him derogatory. Yeah. 
Right, false memory, I guess that's, here we go. Um, so... This is what you've come to expect from more pop, ladies and gents. <laughs> I'd be easier just Googling it. Why is it called the Mandela effect? What did we think Mandela, whoever Mandela is or was, had done that they didn't? Here we go. Right, okay. So, false memories can sometimes be shared by multiple people. This phenomenon was dubbed the Mandela effect by paranormal researcher Fiona Broom, who reported having vivid and detailed memories of news coverage of South African anti-apartheid leader Nelson Mandela dying in prison in the 1980s. So that's where it began. Not another one. Like, Paul is dead, so Mandela is dead. No, she had very strong, vivid memories of him dying in the 1980s in prison. Well, of course, he didn't. So, right? did we find out who it was that had died? Was it a dream? Was it a fact that she was racist or, you know? I don't know. She just always thought he died in prison and then she found out he didn't and she was like, yeah. she started talking to a few other people about it and they went, yeah, he died in prison. It's like everybody who has that memory. It reminds me a little bit of like when celebrities die, but you don't remember that they're dead. So you're like chatting about a celebrity and then you go, oh yeah, yeah. And then you find, you read about them on Wikipedia or something and you go, oh, they died in 2012? And you go, what? And you go, like the rest he, of us. When did they die? Well, okay, I didn't mean that, but yeah, but you know, whatever, like 2018, oh, they died in, I don't mind. Oh, yeah. Well, and at then, least it wasn't 2016 you know, like everybody else. You think to yourself, I don't know if I believe that they died. Did they die? I don't remember Is that dying. why 2016 was such a bad year for, you know, celebrities dying? They're just be everything be because, that's happened. Because 2012 was the end of it all. Possibly. Everything that's happened since 2012, just, it has been gradually getting weirder. Yeah, but I mean... Come on, why Weird. did Hans Gruber have to die? Because he had to. It was the law. Yeah, I'm talking about Alec Rickman. Yes, in that movie he had to No, die. no, I'm talking about Alec Rickman. Oh, the actual Alan actor, Rickman. Alan Rickman, not the character that you mentioned. Yeah, correct. Uh, well, he had to die because people die, unfortunately. But apparently I saw a story that people like Jeff Bezos are paying billions of pounds and dollars to put money into research labs to help them live longer for like hundreds of years. Don't think it'll be during their lifetime. Um, Jeff Bezos, can you stop trying to make <laughs> Star Trek come true, mate? There was another thing I saw, which was, uh, why are all the billionaires so intent on getting off the planet? What do they know that we don't know? Just have to look around, mate. It's not a big <laughs> secret. You know, why are they so intent on just escaping? So, anyway, they can, so they can go to Mars and everything will be cheaper there. It will, well, I don't know. Supply and demand. It's a, supply and demand, <laughs> you know? but I don't think um, Russian Mars is at war with Russian Ukraine. We don't know. You don't know. Well, we do, are? because there's nobody there. <laughs> That's why we don't know. Um, but we've gone from self-driving cars all the way through, talking about the Mandela effect and... Um, Cost of, no, it didn't cover cost of living. We did a little bit, I suppose. Mars bars are 81 pence. <laughs> 81 pence. You told me that today. 81 pence for a single Mars bar. I have, And um, that's not even the proper size Mars bar. <laughs> it's quite funny that they are that much. When You know why I find it funny, though, right? Is because you can buy a four-pack for a pound or a pound fifty, but you're paying 81p for one. If they'd had a four-pack there, I would have bought the four-pack. It makes me wonder why you pay, like, 125 for a two-litre bottle of soda but you pay like 150 for a 500 milliliter bottle we've discussed this before what is that all about but we've but and we have discussed this before on one of one of our very early episodes you remember that i do way back last year i actually remember talking about this we talked about Domino's yeah. popcorn yeah, at cinema you, yeah well you, you they clearly want to see you you know a shake with that 
Yeah. But um, the the whole thing about the the price of a bottle of juice, you coined it as being, um, what was it? What have you got the ability to be able to carry? Um, yeah, but if you're shopping at the grocery store, so yeah, but if you're out for lunch, it also doesn't make sense though. I mean, I'm sure we covered it on that episode, but it still doesn't make sense. Yeah, but <laughs> I think it's that, that I think it's that thing, right? Is that if you think of um, meal deal, you know, lunchtime meal deal, whatever it is, right? All of a meal deal. You you'll go in the shop, you'll get as far as the fridges where you get your sandwich or you know whatever main it is you're getting, and your bottle of juice, and then your crisps are just literally around the corner. Yep. Right. So you're not going any further into the shop to see that you're actually being done on that bottle of juice. Uh, no, because but the meal deal seems good value though, because on its own the bottle of juice is like one fifty, one seventy. On its own the sandwich is like two fifty, and on its own the crisps are like seventy, eighty p. So when you add all that up, that's about what four or five quid. Yeah, I know. So maybe more. I know that's what I'm so saying. That's why the meal deal seems like good quality, I know. I know. good value. I know. Well, I um, hope it's good quality. But well, no, I, I think a lot of them are good quality if you if you buy the right stuff, but um, or go to the right places. It depends on oh, what you buy. I'm, I'm I'm glad you took it away from being an old Gallagher song. <laughs> it depends. What was an old Gallagher song? The right stuff. I don't know the song. You won't. I don't know the song. You, you won't. know me. I don't know the song. You won't. But I think that's good value for money. I just don't understand why it's one fifty or one seventy five for a wee bottle when it's like one twenty five or a pound for a big bottle. It just doesn't and, make sense. And why in some places? Is it cheaper for you to buy the sugar full uh, version than it is for you to buy the sugarless version? Because of taxis. Yeah, but it should be the other way round. What? You should be paying less for the shu- for the for like that Pepsi Max with no mm-hmm. sugar. I should be paying less for that than I am for the full oh, sugar yes. one. Oh yes, I thought you said why is it more way. for the ah, full sugar there one? You, there you go. Um, the full. Sh- I'm assuming because, they'd be on special because offer. they're at it. Oh, they're just on special offer at that point when you've been in. They're at it. I don't know. But do you feel we've covered quite a lot of random stuff in this random episode of Orpov? Well, it's not really a (laughs) random episode because it's, you know, your weekly helping, but... If we release it weekly, it might become... It might change. I might upload this on a Wednesday afternoon. (laughs) Or a Tuesday morning. A Tuesday morning. Or a Tuesday morning. Just, just uh, mate, mate, just if you're going to upload it, all right, make sure the ink is dry on that contract first. Mate, mate, leave a few months, a few weeks or months between episodes. This then, might not come out till next, then, next February. Then why am I here? <laughs> why are any of us here? But that's a question for another episode of Orpov. Wasn't the way I was going with that, ladies and gentlemen, but I'll leave you in the capable hands, the, 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 the lovely and sultry hands, as James would say, of the lovely Roxy. Thanks for listening to this episode of Orpov. To catch up on previous episodes, head over to anchor.fm slash Orpov or check your favorite podcast app directory. To contact the show with ideas that you would like to hear the guys talk about, send an email to orpovpod at gmail.com or visit anchor.fm slash orpov and click on message. You can follow the show on Twitter at orpovpod. And if you haven't done so already, remember to hit that subscribe button so that all future episodes of Orpov arrive safely on your device and you never miss a random point of view. 